and welcome to the first, last, and only episode 10. It's a decade now of We Podcast and We Know Things. My name is Greg Hall, and alongside of me, as always, the best damn voice in the business, Sam Matoro. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, and good morning indeed. It is Saturday, October 1st. We're coming to you live at 8.17 a.m. We're back to recording to our normal schedule, and boy, does it feel good. It's To me, it's the best day to record. We The past, you know, a bunch of weeks, we started out... Uh, with Sunday mornings as our target, right? At 8 o'clock, Sunday mornings, that's when we would record. It would go up a little bit later that day. And then that happened on the first episode. That's it. And that's it. <laughs> the second episode, I think I had to go somewhere. And then the third episode, you had to go up the mountains. And then the fourth episode, something else. I think I maybe worked or something. I forget. But no matter what, we still got it out. We have not skipped a week since starting the podcast. If, if yeah, knock on wood, <laughs> if decades were weeks, we'd be a decade old. And I'm pretty pretty hype about it. I didn't, you know, I, I mean, I thought we could do it. It just feels good that it's finally happening. Yeah, and I'll tell you, man, it's been a lot of fun, and I'm looking forward to, you know, I look I look back at the past, look at the present, and look very forward to the future as well. Yeah, hopefully we got 10, 20, 30, 40, 50 plus more. I would I would hope <laughs> that would be. It's been two months. I hope. Um, so how was your how was your past week? It was, it was not too well. Being everyone at work sick, I'm dodging the cold like you know landmines. But landmines, landmines. Uh, I know on the way here this morning, something yeah. interesting happened on a red light. Goes green. The lady in front of me does not move. Next thing you know, I just see this. Her hood just a big guff, guff of smoke. That's not a word. A guff, it could be. Well, let's make if it. You up. want it to be a guff, a guff of smoke just right out of her hood. I was like, whoop, went right around her. Don't want to get blown up today. Yeah, that's that's the last thing we need. Um, I woke up at 4 a.m. to the sound of my Outback gazebo that uh, that we've had up there since about May uh, coming crashing down. Which oh, that's fun. awesome. Yeah, it was, was fun. Uh, the only thing that kept it standing on one leg was uh, we have like a little patio set out there and it got caught on the patio set. Um, the only reason I'm saying this now is because my fiance doesn't listen. <laughs> so- so breaking news, sweetheart. Uh, when you come home and there's a lot more metal stakes in the ground holding that motherfucker down. <laughs> and, and who doesn't want to go outside at 4.30 in the morning uh, and fix a gazebo? In the rain, <laughs> in your underwear, and a t-shirt. I didn't even put shorts on, man. I just went out there. Because you don't understand. When you're home alone and you hear that big bang, you don't know what, at your back door. You don't know what it is. And your brain will go to that crazy. Oh, absolutely. So I got a baseball bat and I ran the frig outside, man. Send the cats down first just in case. My my cats will guard my life. And then I and then, uh, you know, I turned my back porch light on and there it was toppled. So, yeah, so that was fun to do by myself. Um, but it's cool. I, I I got it stabilized now, and I'll go. I'll go to you know. It's only the, it's only a little bit crooked. I'll go to the hardware right. store. Yeah, I'll, I'll get that taken care of a little bit later on. But uh, last weekend, the reason we recorded, I think, what was it Thursday? Yeah, I believe so. Last week, so this is another longer hiatus between episodes. Um, the reason we recorded that early last week was because I went to a bachelor party, and 
Uh, oh Jesus! Oh Jesus! Uh, lady, and it's, it was a lot of fun because I hadn't seen those guys in a long time, for the most part, at least. I mean, uh, fantasy football draft, but the, before that was the Super Bowl, all the way back in February, and before that it was again the fantasy football draft. Before that, so it's I don't see them very often. So it's like the group of guys that when you see them, it's really really good. But the reason I bring the bachelor party up um, is outside of me now being really good at can jam. Um, <laughs> fun game, by the yeah, way. Yeah, very, very fun game. Probably the most fun, like, shitty little tailgate game. You know what I mean? Like the backyard, can jam, uh, washers, uh, cornhole, stuff like that, bago, whatever you want to call it. I, I think I prefer can jam. Did you, did you actually get it right into the, the little slot? Yes, I did. Oh, they did. Yeah, only two people did all weekend, myself and, and Tony the dentist. So <laughs> I um, think I did it once my entire life. I'll tell you, though, man, like, you know how there's so there's there's games out there that we play when we have people over, right? Always. One involving red solo cups and a ball. And you and I are very good at that. Eh, right. Right. We have our moments. We have our moments. Right. Think of that with Can Jam. Two losses all weekend. Oh, oh, it was fantastic. Yeah, I was very excited about that. Yeah, but the reason I bring up the bachelor party was uh, because while, you know, there wasn't any cable up there, right? So they had internet, but no cable TV. So we're missing college football, missed this, that, and the other. So, you know, to, destroy, to have something on the TV, you know, because not everybody up there, there was 12 or 13 people up there. Not everybody wanted to do the same thing at every time. Not, we, you know, only four people can play one can jam game at a time. So um, we had on in the background on the TV Breaking Bad. And we started it from episode one and just let it ride the entire weekend. And it brought back how good that show is. That show's so good. And and I, I to be honest, I I haven't seen Breaking Bad probably since the finale. So I mean I I mean I know it's it's one of the best shows I've ever seen. Yeah, and, and I would say um, I might have even mentioned this before in a previous episode, but cable television-wise, not premium, right? No HBO, no Showtime, no Stars, no Cinemax, but cable television. I've said a hundred million times over that Breaking Bad is by far my favorite television show that I've ever seen. I'm a nerd with it. I know it inside and out, but it's been probably eight, nine months since I watched it, and in even one episode and even then it was the last few episodes because I was catching up uh, my fiance she never seen it so we, we we watched it together and and I f- hadn't seen the first kind of 20 30 episodes man eh, probably 20 episodes in a long long time so for them to be on in the background I'm sitting there and the Jane thing right the whole Jane oh, yeah, arc yeah, yeah. and you know how, how it turns into the plane crash and uh, to see him kind of evolve into Heisenberg and the Tortuga with the with the tortoise and the guy's head and so many things in that show just leave you speechless the ATM machine oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. and it's just like those moments in that show and you say to yourself they had this on cable this is this is unbelievable, and you just watch. And when the Jane thing happened, there were a few people up there that had never seen the show, so they didn't know what happened. And when that happened, the room, even the people that saw it, the room, silent. Oh, you have to be. It catches you like by surprise. Yeah, 12, 13 guys in a house staring at a, a woman <laughs> choking in silence. Like it took the air right out of Rick. Let's <laughs> – Go play some. Let's go play some can jam. To me, that that kind of reminds me of like you know in Game of Thrones, like the Red Wedding. Yeah, I was completely in shock. Silence. I didn't see it coming because I, I I read the books after I started reading the books after the, that that season. That was the season. That episode actually made me go out and buy the books. That was the episode and that got. I, me. I want to read them books so bad, but you're you're talking like 
I have them. Nine hundred plus pages of of material. Yeah, and but like it's five it, or but six. It's great. Oh, I'm, I'm there's sure. Five now and six is coming out eventually. But they're so good. I, anytime you want them, I got them for you. But Breaking Bad, right? I look back on it, and if you remember, like first of all, when you look back at that show, right? Can you picture anybody else as Walter White no, or I, Brian I, Cranston? I can't. And and and. I, I know a little tidbit. I know that Aaron Paul's character originally was supposed to be killed off in the first season. Could you imagine if he's if he's killed in the first season? The whole show's different. It changes the entire dynamic of that show. I mean, Walter was so devious, mostly because of what he did to Jesse subconsciously. Jesse still to this day doesn't know what Walt actually did behind the scenes. Oh, he still know about um, his, his girl. He I think, oh no, he yeah. I think I think he does. Yeah, okay, but like. The, there's so much that Walt did that Jesse just doesn't know. And and I always like to picture, like, when you think of it, right, in Ozymandias, the second the second to last episode, um, that was probably the greatest episode of television of all time. But when you fast forward a little bit and it's, the, and it's the series finale and Jesse gets in the car after Walt kind of frees him and he's driving away just crying like and his, kind of beating on, the steer, yeah. and just beating on the steering wheel. I like to think of him like on an island right now being fanned with <laughs> giant bamboo leaves and people feeding him grapes because that's what that guy deserves. Man. I mean, he, he definitely deserves not to get locked up or whatever. I'm still kind of hoping to – maybe he makes an appearance in Better Call Saul. I would assume he would, but there was um, – I was reading uh, online um, – oh, man, the showrunner. Who was it? Vince Gillian? Thank you. Vince Gillian was doing an interview where he said, you know, I I was afraid for Better Call Saul that we were going to bring in Saul too early, right? And I didn't want to do that because once you bring in Saul, the show has an, the show has an end. Yes. Because it kind of ends when they meet Walt because then it turns into Breaking Bad. Um, and – he said, now with the reception we're getting from Jimmy, how much people love that character, I'm good with extending it and giving you the, the, the Jimmy story for as long as humanly possible. Would, would you uh, want to see the Jimmy story after Breaking Bad? Because, I mean, they show you, you know, little tidbits of it. Obviously, it's not too long, but. With him in, like, the black and white with the mustache yes, yes. working at the Cinnabon? Yep. Um, yeah, but I feel like I, I feel like not knowing is even better. It keeps it a little mysterious. It keeps it mysterious. It keeps you like, okay, is he out of the game? Because in reality, I hope he does. I hope he gets out of it. Because the end of Breaking Bad is serious stuff. Yeah, I know. So like, like him and Jesse, and maybe even if Walt didn't die in there, maybe. You never know, right? Because there's not a finite thing. I, I, watched this, uh, I watched this video of it breaking down that scene with the gun shooting in and what really hit him and would have been enough to kill him and this, that, and the other. And you see him fall down and, but he, and his eyes are open. He's kind of got that smile and the cops are closing in and crystal blue persuasion. And it's like his happy place. And I almost feel like he got what he wanted, but did he really die? It's still the question. question. Is he dead? Is he not? Right. No, we think he's dead. Right. You know, and that's the coolest thing about what Breaking Bad did it. It was the first show like let's, you know, spoiler alert for Dexter or Breaking Bad. But Dexter, (laughs) when Dexter's ending happened, it was just disappointing. Yeah, sadly. It's really disappointing. The, the last two seasons were what was pretty it? much disappointing. Eight seasons? Eight seasons. And, and it was... I mean, you have to watch it for eight years, and then he's a, a lumberjack. Right, <laughs> sitting there eating breakfast, and that's how it ends. Uh, I was like, uh, with his With his girl with a baby in Argentina, like, are you kidding me, right? And no voiceover. Right. <laughs> and, and, it's, and it's like, oh, you had a chance 
when Deb found him, you had a chance for them to go on this crazy manhunt and for her to track her brother down or for her to join his side and they run from the cops and this, that, and you chose the wet route you did and she dies and then he goes his boat into the storm and of course he survives because he's a damn superhero. He's Dexter. Right. But then Breaking Bad does a similar thing where they leave it open-ended with the character kind of, you have no real like idea the fate of them, almost like a Soprano-ish ending yeah. where you don't really know what happened. But Breaking Bad's was just really satisfying. Well, from beginning to end, it was. I, I, to be honest, I don't even know another show that I can think of that had maybe besides The Sopranos that had such a really good ball. I mean, The Sopranos, the ending is kind of controversial, but beginning to end, Breaking Bad is definitely one of the best shows out. So, I would say. Even I mean I guess maybe we'll have a top three of that someday so maybe maybe we won't we won't spoil that now but what we will do is plug some shit so uh, if you want to uh, help out the show again we we say this every week but uh, there's a one stop shop for that right it's it's we podcast and we know things dot com if you go to we podcast and we know things dot com you're going to be able to get uh, the feed to our Facebook so you can go ahead and like us on Facebook right there you're going to get the feed to our Instagram handle at we podcast and we know things right there there's a link to our Twitter at we pod and we know um, there's also a stitcher link now which is good um, so you can go and favorite the show there there's an iTunes link so you can go and rate review and subscribe to the show there and I say rate review before I say subscribe because in reality that's the stuff that that kind of helps the show grow the most uh, when you get the good word of the show out there you know give us a star rating it doesn't matter one two three four five that is your opinion and we respect that um if you review the show we'll read it on the air uh we did one before it just so happened to be a five um if you give us a one (laughs) hundred bucks if you if you give us a one we'll read that too definitely it's only fair. Yeah, it is. It's only fair. Uh, but most importantly, uh, when you go on WePodcastAndWeKnowThings.com, right at the top of the page, good old-fashioned link. It says to get your Loot Crate subscription, click here. And what that is is, well, you know it's Loot Crate. Loot Crate is the game and and uh, nerdy kind of box that gets delivered. It's a subscription box that gets delivered to your door once a month. Sam signed up. I signed up. Hell, we did a live unboxing last week on the episode. That we did. Sam got a whole bunch of really cool stuff with the speed theme. They've changed the theme up this month, and this theme is horror. So October is going to be a scream with the horror theme. We'll get your spine tingling with We'll get your spine tingling with a crate full of classic and contemporary thills, thrills and chills. Horror ends 1019 at 9 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. That's right. You only have 18 days left to go out to Loot Crate and get the subscription for the horror theme. They're giving Texas Chainsaw Massacre, A Nightmare on Elm Street, Friday the 13th, and The Walking Dead Schwagaway, amongst other um, amongst other you know horror themes or shows or movies or whatever. Um but again, if you go through We Podcast and We Know Things website, click on our Loot Crate link. That'll take you right to Loot Crate. When you subscribe, you help out, help out the show. And I'll tell you right now, every single penny we make is going to go to making this show better. And the first thing we need to do and want to do is be able to bring you the entire backlog of all, all of our episodes. Because right now, you can only get three at a time. Sad but true, actually. So we're going to start the show off again. If you don't know, we podcast and we know things. We talk about everything in music and movies, video games, and television. Hell, whatever we really feel like talking about, nerd culture, pop culture, whatever, we'll bring it to the table. But we're going to bring up music. And every time we bring up music, it's like the Doors, the Beatles, the Beach Boys, Queen, or Emo. <laughs> we're all over the map. That's what we bring up, right? We talked about Taking Back Sunday and Dance Gavin Dance and their own November and, uh, and Coldplay. You went to a Coldplay show. Um, but I wanted to bring up a band that... 
was so huge and influential for us in high school, then went away um, due to some unfortunate circumstances, uh, and then came back and then went away, and I was back for a reunion show. And the thing that caught my eye was the was the tour poster, the reunion show poster. We'll get into that in a second. But Valencia. I've never seen the band. I, I probably haven't listened to their latest album. It was probably their third album with Dancing with a Ghost on it. That's the last time I, I actually listened to this band. But to see that they're coming coming back. But it's, it's, nowadays you see all the bands are doing them reunion shows. Yeah. I mean, I don't blame them. Absolutely. Um, I mean, it's only going to be a matter of time, five, ten years, when Motion City does their reunion. Oh, I'm sure. You know what I mean? And we'll go. Yeah, absolutely. We'll be there. Um, and it'll be our 20th time. So whatever. Uh, but with Valencia, their last show they played was in 2013. Last time I saw them was in 2009. Um, I think they, I think they headlined or they opened up for Say Anything, um, or the Starting Line. Actually, that's who it was. I remember that show. Oh, that's now. a good show. It was Valencia and the Starting Line. Oh, I can remember the it. Starting Line headlined. What's up? Starting Line. Yeah, headline. Starting Line nice. headlined, and I. Absolutely remember that because I remember Kenny coming out with the longer kind of uh, brown hair, and, nah. and yeah, and I was like, "Frosted tips, we want your frosted no, tips." It, it's a shame that they couldn't do the same thing because you know Starting Line does their holiday show. Yeah, that'd been pretty cool. Yeah, but the Starting up. Line's holiday show this year is with Taking Back Sunday and the Movie Life. Oh, the Movie Life's going to be there. Too. Oh, that's yeah, pretty sweet. So, is, is it still at Starland? Mm-hmm. They're doing two: one in Starland, and I think one in Philly. I think uh, that it's sick. Well, but we'll have Valencia, to check the dates or something. Well, so we I think it's it. December 28th and 9th or 29th and 30th. And Valencia is December 28th. Yeah. So, I'm, I, listen, as much as I loved Valencia, their first two records, I believe it's this could be a possibility and we all need a reason to live or something like that. They're fantastic records. When you started listening to them with The Ghost, that's yeah. when I kind of drifted you, off you went out. a little bit. Um they only have like three or four albums, right? They don't have yeah. Any. They don't have a the huge catalog, but again, they broke up a couple of times. Unfortunately, the lead singer's girlfriend passed away. Oh, um, one of their former drummers passed away in a motorcycle accident. So they've they've gone through some hard yeah, times some as a band. There. But you know what? They're a Philly band, right? And and we don't the Philadelphia music scene is so big and so alive and so well. To, but so to be able to to see Valencia break through the Philadelphia scene and go even farther, they were you know at a point at a point. They were like Taking Back Sunday or yeah. the Starting Line. At one time, at one yeah. time, they were that. It was a very sh- like kind of small pop. It was probably only about a year that they were up at that level. But I remember. Um, do you remember when Yellow Card came to the skate park in Franklin Mills? That's funny. Me and Tilly were talking about that the other day. Yeah, yeah. with less than Jake. Yep. Well, they were giving away stuff, and they threw out a skateboard, a deck, a Yellow Card deck, and I caught it. So I caught. You still have that, by the way. So here's what happened. Uh-oh. So I have the yellow card deck. Um, I was trying to impress this girl in high school. Didn't go to my school. Didn't know anything. She she worked down a couple doors down from. Because a yellow card skateboard will do it. Right. Well, she worked a couple doors down from that, and I had was wearing a Valencia T-shirt and had my yellow card skateboard deck with me in my car at all times, just in case. I was a skater back then. I was a skater back then. I needed, a, I needed a backup board. Um, so why would I, you know, use the yellow card deck that I got from the band? But whatever. And I didn't have a birthday present for her, and I so I took off my shirt. That's what that is. I took is. off my shirt and gave her the skateboard deck. What a guy. So I gave her the Valencia. You know what she liked better? The shirt. The shirt. 
<laughs> so now I just don't have the damn deck. Say, so, hey, 20 years later, oh, can I get that board back? I don't even know her name. Oh, Jesus. I don't remember the girls like, at all. I don't remember her name. She worked a couple doors down from my sh- my parents' shop. So it was just like literally a, it was like a month that I even tried. Still a good story, though. I couldn't tell you her name at all. But I remember it was at a bonfire. I took it off, and I had like an undershirt on, so I didn't care. Yeah. But I don't have the shirt or the deck. I never even got the number. <laughs> Oh, for two, brother. So the cool thing about the the reunion show that was announced was the poster. But very sick. And it had all the band members lined up with the exact poses in the exact way as the Stranger Things brilliant poster. Brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. You, I mean, you, you should take off just because it's the show took off. You might as well, you know, copy the poster. They, they are definitely Can't they get in trouble for that or no? I'm sure they could, but I don't think they did. You know, there was, I'm just did curious. You, did you, by the way, speaking of Stranger Things, and we'll dive a little deeper into it, because Sam finished it. Finally. Sam, hold on. Sam started it. So remember, last Thursday when we recorded episode 9, he hadn't started it yet. And now we're recording episode 10 a week later, and he's finished it. Yeah, I only finished it in, in one day. Yeah, he watched all eight episodes I, in I one day. I could not stop. It, it was too good. And, and, we'll, and we'll get into it a little bit more. But did you hear Wiz Khalifa's rap? About Stranger Things? Over the Stranger Things theme song. No, I actually I have to yeah. definitely listen to that after this. Wiz Khalifa did a rap over the Stranger Things theme song, and it's hella good. It's, it's I, pretty I, good. Wiz has a couple decent songs. Yeah, I, I, Lion Sam is greatest fan. But, <laughs> yeah, you know. I it, it it tails off for me. I'd say the first minute and a half is what got me because kind of I'm kind of over it at that point. But man, he, he did crush it. So it was really cool to see that Stranger Things is you know they the kids did the the threw out peanut butter and jelly at the Oscars and they did yeah, the uptown cool. funk thing. Like I am really really glad that that show is taken off because hey finally we can talk about it right exactly because I you know everyone and their mother been telling me to watch this show. And then every, you know, once I, I finish, everyone's like, see, I told you. I was like, everyone told me. <laughs> it's not like it was yeah. just you. Yeah, it's not like the, you, you know, and I'll say the same thing. Told you. <laughs> you <know? laughs> but yeah, it's, 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 I mean, I just, I wished it was a little bit longer. I mean, even if, after the eighth episode, I watched the end credits. I'm hoping for some Marvel shit at the end. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you that with it, what, speaking of getting a little bit longer, they did announce a season two for Stranger Things, which we talked about. But they announced two big things. Not announced, I would say, but they did make a small announcement that it'll be nine episodes as opposed to eight for the second season. And a producer for Stranger Things came out and said that it will be, quote unquote, next level crazy. I, I don't even know how to take that. How do you go next level crazy? Because what, what, what we've seen was crazy. Now do you understand what I meant by Barb? Oh, R.I.P. Barb. Oh, okay, but spoiler <laughs> territory if people didn't see this. The, uh, they, we have to... I mean, listen, it's been out for a long time. They got to have seen it already. If not, pause it, watch it, come back. Yeah. Her scene, I just, when she's in the, I guess, quote, other dimension, yeah. she's trying to climb up the ladder, and the thing grabs her, you just see her fighting to hold on. Oh, that was so awesome. Yeah, Barb, there are so many funny Barb memes on the internet. It, it I couldn't, I just can't get enough. I could Google Barb memes. And just sit there all day and scroll through the, the Google. I see that, so that's I haven't even really to be honest. I haven't seen any of the memes. I'll have to check that out. I'm uh, sure it'll be funny as hell. Yeah, that the, I mean that's like that character, man. That was so good. It was perfectly done. The way that you just forget about her once that that happens on the ladder, they don't talk about her again. No. She's never brought up at the end again. It's all about getting Will back. Well, just I think her friend. Yeah, but they almost forget about her. Even the even little Emmy Rossum, <laughs> which by the way, am I right? Yeah, no, she 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 is a younger. A that's younger a, that's Emmy a Rossum, spitting definitely. image of Emmy Rossum. Um, but 
once like her arc comes to an end, they don't even mention her name anymore. Like once they find Will, they don't even say, "What about Barb?" Well, they don't. I, I, well, I think well, since they when they asked Eleven that. Right. I think they just kind of like, oh, well, she didn't yeah, make yeah. it. Uh. Yeah, Natalia Dyer, by the way, that's who plays Nancy Wheeler. And, yes, a very young Emmy Rossum. But the whole cast, right, uh, just just crushed it. That was. Uh, I'll it, tell you who I really liked, who I think might have been my favorite, mm-hmm. was David Harbour, who was the, ch- uh, the chief, chief Jim Hopper. Because yeah. he was in Newsroom. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I Love really Newsroom. liked Yeah, all a great show. Wish it went longer. But just for, for, just for mm-hmm. him, like in the beginning, mm-hmm. you think he's maybe some kind of – you know, half-ass of a sheriff or, you know, a chief or whatever. And then he comes up basically almost man. putting everything together, yeah, and it was man. great. Yeah, he pieced it all together really, really well. And there's – so there's the difference, right? There's a difference between a child actor's performance being good for a child actor and then a child actor's performance being just good. And I would say that Millie Bobby Brown, who played Eleven, right, um, probably – probably um, – Mike, you know, Finn, yeah. Finn Wolfhard. Uh, Mike had, he was good, but Dustin, I forget the kid's name who played Dustin. It's like Gatton. Gatton, Maser, Maserata, Maserata. Yeah. Oh, Matar, uh, Matarazzo. There you go. That kid crushed it. I, I, whoever was the casting director killed it. Every, every child was great in it. Everyone. I, I don't even have a bad thing to say about the show, to be honest. Yeah, the Duffer brothers really knocked it out of the park with that one. And I'm excited because it's going to come back and, and everything, right? But. This it it cemented how well Netflix a cornered the market of original series like Amazon can't touch it Hulu originals can't touch it Netflix is the king and it b like I said it harkened back to Donnie Darko for me and for me to be able to kind of relive how nerded out I was over Donnie Darko in high school and and even a little bit maybe before um, it it really. Felt good that this this was an, a complete cheese '80s show. Kids playing Dungeons and Dragons, aliens, monsters, other dimensions, and yet everybody found a little nerd inside of them and got hooked. Oh, definitely. I mean, especially after when when Will, I guess, sees the creature for the first time, you're like, holy crap! Well, you know what's what's happen- What's going to happen? And boom, it just disappears. You're like, what the hell happened? No. Yeah. yeah. And uh 9.0 out of 10 rating on IMDb out of 181,893 ratings. Holy crap. Uh they have the season 2 teaser trailer up. It's 51 seconds long. You can find it right on IMDb, but I'm sure if you go on their Facebook page or just Google it in general, uh you can you can find they it. They already had the titles for all 9 episodes already. Yeah, yeah they so they're on top of shit. With with 11, right? They they got to bring 11 back. After all the things they've done post Stranger Things with her making the appearances she has and stuff. Even the ending. Right. Even with the ending. Eleven, they said, well, her fate is up in the air. No. Come on. Episode one, she's got to be back towards the end, like a Jon Snow-esque thing. I expected Jon Snow to come back. Wait a little bit, wait a little bit. Well, I expected Jon Snow to come back in six or seven, and they brought him back in episode, what, two? Yeah, but it was early. It was real early. It was two or three. I think two, and they brought him back. And that's what I need with Eleven. I want more Eleven. She was just so captivating. I mean, b- besides when she was, you know, snapping the two guards' necks just with her <laughs> mind. Even when she was floating, there was it the Millennium Falcon. Yeah, I was like, oh man, I wish I could do that. Yeah, like they just come down, and she's that's how she like plays with toys. She's like mind effing oh, it. It's it's awesome, dude. It's, that's just, it, it's such a great tra- and and the music. 
Mm-hmm. Oh, synth. It's all synth. It's all cheese. It feels right? like a, a John synth. Carpenter feel. You know, at least. With, with wow, me. that's a good one. I like that because <laughs> that was, John Carpenter's movies in the '70s, like all those horror movies, especially uh, what Friday the Thirteenth or or was it Halloween? No, 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 no. Halloween. He was Halloween. Was he? No, no, no. I think he was. Um, was it something on Mars? Ghost, Ghost of Mars. I'm having a brain fart. The fog. I think. He, I know we did. The, I know we did the fog. Well, a lot of his movies have that that sharp. You know when the when the killer who when the villain or whatever is like approaching, it's got that that sharp synth that lets you know like it's silent and then it. Shoom. I mean, it just just their intro. Yeah, I'm oh, their intro. Yeah, they got the clash. I was like, I, I was like, I love it already. Yeah, their intro. That intro uh, is just so good. And, I, and, I have the intro on my iPod. Like, and, I, I listen know, to it. I know everyone was thinking that you know Joyce Byers, Winona Ryder's character, was kind of losing, it, and she was she was brilliant. Yep. Just that she definitely took in this role and blew me out of the park. I didn't expect this from her. Yeah, and it's it's neat that like I said last week that Winona had made her comeback and that she cemented herself as somebody that can still bring it uh, big time. So good for Winona for bringing it back. Good for Netflix and the Duffy Brothers to cast her. Like, like you said, I assume she better be back for season. Oh, two. she has to be. But how? Here's the thing: they said it's still going to take place in the same town of Indiana. They said it's still going to kind of go with the upside down. Um, because that uh, was one of my fears: were they going to bring in a whole? You it's know, it's new, apparently going to be a whole kind of new storyline. So maybe we'll see inner kind of intertwined characters here and there. If they introduce a new cast, I think I'd be all right with it. But I would prefer them to continue the storyline. Yeah, it doesn't have anywhere to go. Yeah, I don't want to have an entire new cast. Like I, I still want to see my. You know, I want to see what's right. going on with the, the chief. I want to see what's you know now what's his business because yeah. at the end you almost didn't think he was going to make it, and then you see him. So it's like I'm, I'm still thinking about this damn show. <laughs> well, if it takes place in the same town, one would assume that he's back since he's the sheriff. Um, but you know what happened? Like, what? Where do we go with Will? Does Will make a comeback? Right? Do, do the the other kids make a comeback? Again, we've talked about a hundred times. What happens to Eleven? How can she impact other people in the town? I'd say the cook who brought her in, but uh, uh, he gone. Yeah, he, he he met an untimely fate. <laughs> <laughs> to say the least, poor Ben. <laughs> he got his neck snapped, like or no, no shot he in the got head, shot right shot in the head. Eyes, yeah, right there. Yeah, well, uh, was it the girl or was it the, was it the lady or the guy? It was the lady, lady right? The lady. Yeah, shot him right in the dome. Good for them. Um, Stranger Things, just just oh, please go watch it. I I give it a ten out of ten. That uh, was easily. Yeah. And now, if we went back to Netflix, that could you know, when we rated the top three. So let's do that real quick. So you have to re-rate your Netflix top three. Where does that one land? So believe you were number three. Well, number one was Daredevil for you. Number two was Narcos, and number three was Peaky. Peaky. I, I, I think Narcos was three. I think you switched. Though. I think Peaky was three, uh, but doesn't matter. Regardless, it, it, where it, would you it, put it, Stranger it, Things? Depending my mood and what I was into, it would be a, a coin flip for number one between Daredevil and Stranger Things. Wow, it was a great show. You know, if I'm in a superhero mood or if I'm in that kind of mood, obviously Luke Cage is right now. Maybe I'd go with Daredevil. But if I'm in that, you know, I'm in that for the '80s kind of thriller horror, or whatever. I got to go with Stranger Things. Speaking of Luke Cage, it dropped yesterday, Friday, Friday, September 30th. It came out. So, again, we are one day into that show. Um, I was actually able to watch the first episode, and you watched how much? I watched the first five. I'm like 10 minutes into episode six. There you go. So you have about half of it done, a little bit less than half of it done. I watched the first episode. So we're going to stay away from spoilers. No spoilers No spoilers whatsoever, but we just want to give our impressions. And I wanted to make sure that I watched the first episode just to give impressions. I knew Sam would go kind of balls deep on it, so I'm happy (laughs) that he did. Uh, So I'll let you carry the conversation. But overall, um, I will say that while it's good and while it's going to – 
reach a lot of people. It's going to get a lot of people that aren't into comic books into that show. It's going to reach a whole new audience, in my opinion. Uh, it didn't. It didn't grab me like I thought it would. Well. Th- I, I assume if everyone saw it. the first episode, it, it's a little slow. It's yeah. it's it's setting up everything. Obviously, I'm on six, so it, it does pick up. You know, two and three and four really pick up. Um, Mike Coulter as Luke Cage is is awesome. That he's was, very good. That was great casting. Obviously, if you saw Jessica you know Jessica Jones, Jones you, you see him, so you know a little bit more about him. And it's one step closer to you know Iron Fist to the Defenders. And you know the the villain. I know Cottonmouth. I, he's Cottonmouth knows. and Shades are both really good. Shade, definitely. And it just it didn't. So like like I said, it's good. Don't get me wrong. Like it's good. It's a very good show. It's very well put together. It's very well told. Um, the characters are strong. Luke Luke Cage as a character is really likable um, and kind of almost hateable too. Uh, from like a not hateable is the wrong word. I guess like you can see his plight almost, and you can kind of empathize. Um, but the show as a whole, and like I said, one episode, so I'll give it another go. It just didn't grab me, and I understand the slow burn, but I don't. I didn't want a slow burn. I wanted a reason to like him from Jump Street. Well, I I feel if you give it, you know, just give it another shot. They kind of explore how he got his powers, which I was hoping they right. would. They kind of do that. Um, yeah, we, we everyone knows that Diamondbacks, another villain mm-hmm. in the series, we didn't see mm-hmm. him or her yet. Mm-hmm. So it's but. To me, it's it's gritty, just like how Daredevil was. Mm-hmm. Um, there may or may not be a guest appearance from one of the Daredevil or Jessica Jones, so it's it's, it's enticing to to go and watch it. And what I I do like about it, right? Like I said, um, the story behind it, I like that. I like that he's kind of the everyman. He has a bunch of jobs. He's late on his rent. Like I like that. But I, I what I do enjoy is they don't they don't throw it down your throat of exposition of like how he and Jessica Jones kind of ended um you know he took you know he he may or may not have took a shotgun to the dome he at, may or may not have. he may or may not have but they but they don't need to, to throw that in your face they they let you kind of formulate your own opinion from him and they start the origin kind of all over again i like i said i'm not going to give up i'm going to keep watching i mean i watched it at 4 a.m or actually probably 5 45 when i got back in from my gazebo <laughs> adventure this morning so I, I was half asleep you know what i mean i i didn't re- so um, I was trying to get my notes together for the show at the same time. So, uh, you know, I definitely gave the first 30 minutes my full attention and then just kind of started to drift because I was like, okay, Sam's coming real soon. It's almost 7 a.m. on a Saturday. And I'm, uh, I'm just know. glad that you, you watched and actually got a feel of yeah. you know, how, how the tone of the show was going to be. Yeah, and, and I'm, I'm not going to give up. I'll, I'll continue to watch it. I just don't expect – I wouldn't expect me to come back and say there's glowing, you know, glowing reviews. Hell, I could be wrong. Um, hey, you still got a lot of episodes left. I still got a lot of episodes left. I just, I probably wouldn't expect me to like kind of nail that out. Like I'm, I'm looking forward to playing some Madden. I finished beating Bioshock again, which was oh, nice. um, the first one. So, and that game, you know, it's the best game I've ever played. So it speaks to me. So that's good. Well, I thought since maybe the Eagles had a bye, maybe might have a couple no. hours. No, there's a London game tomorrow morning. Okay. I got 9:30 a.m. football tomorrow morning. Uh, I think Colts and Jags. I forget. But um, then I got the red zone, baby. I okay. watch football from one. It's an, all, it's an all-day thing. It's an all-day thing. I get my primos. I sit down. I'm excited about it. That's oh, what I do. And can I say congrats on winning your fantasy league? Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's good to, to have won. I took home the uh, – I won um, my my work. 
I won the work league, so that was good. Uh, I didn't That's bragging rights. I didn't, yeah, yeah. I didn't. Um, they didn't make the playoffs in my big money uh, or big jelly bean long time ten year league. I won the championship that with that last season, um, but I didn't even make the playoffs this year. We do a keeper league, so it was it was cool though that I was invited into the work league, took home that uh, made the bacon there, so I'm happy for that. So I'll throw that right in the wedding fund. Um, <laughs> <laughs> anything else you want to kind of add to the Luke Cage before we move on? No, nah, just everyone, just give it a shot. I myself, I'll probably be finished by Sunday. You know, I I, I can't let it. it it's got to get all banged out. We're gonna move because we skipped it last week. We're gonna go into the Pokemon update a little early this week. We're gonna knock out the Pokemon stuff in the middle of the episode. We usually kind of end with Pokemon. Yeah, but it's you know good to change it up a little it's bit. It's good to change it up a little bit. We're gonna throw it right in the middle. I know a lot of people are interested in it. A lot of people like the segment. A lot of people like Pokemon in general. It's you know the 20th anniversary generation. Sun and Moon's only a month away. True. Month and a half. I'm flying. So it's it, it's a hot topic right now. So let's throw the Pokemon stuff right in the middle of the episode. And I have my 3ds open. Uh, so we can do the update. We didn't get to do it last week. We're going to do it this week. Sam, we're out of the cave. We're at, <laughs> he's finally out of that that ice cave. He is now with. Let's see what we got. Seven badges. So Sam has walked forty seven Poke miles. Has played the game for seventeen hours and fifty one minutes. Holy crap! When he started on eight fourteen two thousand sixteen. He currently has thirty-seven thousand Poke dollars in his wallet, but he's got seven badges. Uh, he just got the Psychic badge from Olympia, and I'll tell you, that's probably my least favorite thing about this X and Y the the game. While I love the gym leaders themselves, Viola, Grant, Karina, Ramos, I, I and Clement especially, I like them all. But let's just read the names of the badges, okay? At least the seven that you got. Number one, the Bug Badge. <laughs> well, go figure, Bug Pokemon. Probably number, the easiest one. Number two, the Cliff Badge. The dude's got rocks in his hair. It's the rock badge. Believe it or not, that might have been one of the toughest for me. Yeah, that was when he had Tyrant and the, it was both yep. fossils, right? Yep. Then the rumble badge. Actually, I like that one with Karina, the fighting type one. Uh, it's actually two boxing gloves. It's pretty sick. The plant badge. That was easy for me because I'd fire. Yeah, with Ramos, plant badge. Great. Grass. Got it. The voltage badge. Great. Awesome. I think, I think they were easy, too. Electric. Yeah, he was easy. Clement was very easy. Yeah, I don't think he was Then hard. the fairy badge. Well... You know, guess what type of Pokemon she had? Let me think. Fairy? Gotcha. <laughs> uh, and then the Psychic Badge with Olympia. Like the names, that, was t- that was tough. I'm actually. sure they were tough, but it's like, just kind of uninspiring with the names of the badges. You could have done a little better. Yeah. Game Freak could have done a little better. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure. Yeah. But I, hey, I, I'm in the last town. I'm hunting down that last that last badge. You got a couple new, couple new critters, if eh, you will. N- nothing crazy. Nothing but. crazy. You do... Uh, you got that Haunter and Jinx like we talked about. You got a Deli Bird, a Floatzel. But your party right now, you took my Dublade out. I'm pissed at you. I, need, I don't want to talk about fly, it. I need man. I don't want to talk about it. But <laughs> looks like your, uh, your Tyrantrum is level 54. Holy smokes. Hey, he's a beast. Yeah, Rock Dragon. It knows Dragon Claw, Crunch, Bite, and... Well, Earthquake. That's what I'm saying, yeah. dude. He- it knows Earthquake, so there you go. You got your level 55 Blastoise. Does it have Blastoiseite on there? I don't think so, no. The Mega... I don't think so. You've no. come across Mega Evolution yeah. by now, yeah. right? You know your your starter has oh, I come know. with the, the item to, to Mega Evolve. Oh, no, I, I did not. You've never seen a Mega Evolve no, Blastoise? No, I, I, I did not. Okay, well, yeah, you, you, can, you, you can Mega Evolve. You'll have to show me that one. You can Mega Evolve your Blastoise. Um, all the starters have have Mega Evolve forms. Like, Damn, yeah. Charizard would have been bad. Well, you saw it yeah, I know. in the, in the oceans. The black one, <laughs> he's got two. Charizard, they gave two Mega Evolutions. One well, for X and one for Y. No, because he's the most popular. No, he's the man. Fuck Charizard. Charizard sucks. All right. Butter. 
<laughs> good bite. Level 42, good bite. I told you about that, man. You got to keep him just because. He's, he's still in. Yeah, you got to keep him. Uh, only guard chomp, level 70. Guard chomp's amazing, so it'll, it'll be well worth it. Uh, you're, you got your De- level 57 Del Fox, a level 56 Lucario, and a level 44 Talonflame, which is, I guess, your fly. Yeah, exactly. Which is the problem with the game, right? So with Pokemon in general, you had to substitute Dublade, who is the, f- the shit, just call it what it is, to put in Talonflame, who's amazing. Don't yeah. get me wrong. Like, Flame Body is a fantastic ability. It's a fire flying type. It's great. Um, however... You only did it because you needed to put the HM of Fly on there. Exactly. That's why HMs are are pointless. And I really hope they do go away in this new game, which they're hinting at. Are they really? They're hinting at it, yeah. See, it seems tough to me to to say that because when you're on, you know, one city, then the one I need to go to was all the way on the other side of the map. They're still going to have Fly. It's just not going to be an HM. Oh, okay. It's 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 a thing you actually strap to your Pokemon like a saddle. You can actually fly on them. Uh-huh. Yeah, you'll, that's, you'll, that's pretty neat. Yeah, you can actually fly on them, so you show, you actually do fly yourself there. Okay, that's pretty cool. Yeah, in, okay. in Aorus, um, Omega Ruby Alpha Sapphire, the remakes of Generation 3 that came out a little after X and Y, they had the soar ability with Latios and Latias that if you soar on them, you can get on them, and you fly, you actually take control of them, and you fly through the cities, and when you fly over a city, it'll come up that you're over a city, and you hit A, and you just dive. Oh, right that's into. pretty cool. So, it's, so I'm thinking that's where they're going to kind of head for uh, – because – because Sun and Moon take place on in Hawaii, we'll call it, yeah. right? On Alola, four, it's four different islands and then a center spot. So you got to do a lot of flying and a lot of surfing to get uh, places. I was going to say that or surf. So yeah. I would say that getting rid of HMs uh, makes a lot of sense because I don't want – I would – see, I'm pissed that you have to have an HM slave right now in Talonflame yeah. that you have to substitute Talonflame right now for Dublade or, or vice versa. Yeah, and I had Blastoise here to get surf. Yeah, and, and Dublade's a level 49. You're right on the precipice of getting that final form of Dublade. Which is the most amazing and, and thing. I, and I, my plan was, you know, obviously keep, you know, him in until I don't need fly no more. Get the eighth badge, and I assume once I go, I guess fight the elite four, then I'm gonna throw double dub blade back in, and then hopefully level him up so he can evolve. <clears throat> yeah, and when you beat the elite four, like the challenge that I presented to you was only to get all eight badges in the elite four. Now, what I'll say, the the other negative to X and Y is, is there's not a lot of post game. So after you beat X and Y, or after you beat the elite four, there's not a lot to do. When you do the Gen 3 remakes after you beat the Elite Four, they actually added all new content. It's oh, called nice. the Delta episode where you actually go and there's uh, a Mega Rayquaza you got to fight and capture. There's a, a, a Dioxus and it takes place out in the solar system, out in the stars. And there's this whole theory around how, uh, you know, what, what's the meaning of life and can Pokemon. It's crazy That's cool. deep and it's really good. X and Y don't really have that. Now you're going to go. You know, if you choose to, after the A4, you have the option to go to a certain cave. There's a couple legendaries that you can try to get. I won't give away who. One of them's brand new, you've never seen before. One of them is an old, an uh, old friend. You, you two? Yeah. Well, okay, that's one of them. <laughs> okay, cool. Yeah, I think I. Yeah, I do have a master ball, so I could definitely get them. Yeah, you can get them. I, I, uh, I use my master ball on a level five magic card. Why? So I didn't want to use it on Mewtwo. You wanted to what, try to catch him? Uh-huh. Does he run? If you don't, if I don't know, I caught him. So. Oh, okay. Yeah, well, that answers yeah. that. I, I, <laughs> I have no idea. I caught him with a master or with uh, with an ultra ball. So actually, by the way, I hate ultra balls. They're so awful looking. 
Well, I, I mean, the they're, black they're and friggin' the, expensive. The black and the, the yellow. Like, if you, like, even if you take it to Pokemon Go, right, you can get Pokeballs, Great Balls, and Ultra Balls. Yeah. Great Balls are this blue and, and yeah. red. The Pokeball, obviously, is the Pokeball, and the Ultra Ball is that ugly yellow and black with the yellow U on it. For, uh-huh. It's so ugly. I would love it if that was switched because the yeah, Great Ball. I can see that. Great Ball is my favorite. It looks, it looks actually really good. But that's Pokemon's, uh, I'm sorry, Sam's Pokemon update for X and Y. He's so close to the eighth badge, so hopefully in the next few weeks we'll have that kind of nailed down definitely um and we can kind of talk about overall his impressions uh, of the game because this is his first time playing a pokemon game since generation two speaking of generations pokemon generations that short anime series that we we kind of uh, announced it's short episodes dropped episode three and four. Oh, they dropped four too I, I didn't even get a chance to watch them yet but i i, I will I'm pissed. We should have spent yeah. five minutes before the damn show and watched it. You, you watched both of them? Of course I did, yeah. So episode three. Did they drop three and four at the same time? No. no. They dropped three a couple days ago. Um, but four was Friday. Okay. Uh, yesterday, for, for anybody listening on Saturday. Um, episode three was Blue, or in the other anime, Gary. Gary, yeah. Blue, the rival, right, going through... And beating the Elite Four and becoming the champion. Ah, cool. Okay, of of Generation One. So he's now the champion. And then it ends with Red walking in. Oh, he just beat the Elite Four and and it stops at the battle. So it's really neat. Sam got so excited. (laughs) I hit the table. (laughs) the table. Um, And then Episode Four is really neat because it goes into Gen Two. It's Lance from the Elite Four, the Dragon Trainer. Finding the the Dragonite. The Red. Yeah, he has his Dragonite and he finds the shiny Red Gyarados in the Lake of Rage. Oh, nice. Yeah, so that's really neat. It's, all, it's five minutes each, right? It, if that. Uh, yeah, that. I don't even think any of them have been five minutes. But um, So do that. Go ahead and watch that. What, do you, what have you kind of thought so far of just this new style of anime? You're so used to Ash oh, and his all, thing. I think it's great. Yeah. It's just technology now. Everything's boom, right there in your face. It's bright. You know, It's not the half-assed color of Ash Ketchum. And I'm, I'm kind of, you're right. I'm kind of glad that it's not Ash anymore. Mm-hmm. Like we, We're all ashed out. We are sure Ash out, yeah. And Ash just lost yet another, uh, yet another Pokemon League um, championship in the anime. Sorry for spoilers, but he lost yet another one. The dude just can't win. Oh well, when you don't, when Charizard doesn't follow you, you know what I mean. Charizard sucks. <laughs> You're gonna, have to, and I know I'm gonna get shit for that. I'm gonna get you know flack oh. for the Charizard sucking thing. I just I don't like him. I just can't. I can't get on board with Charizard. Um, so other video games coming out this week. Um, Atari Flashback, Flashback Classic Volume 1 comes out October 4th. Aragami on PlayStation 4 comes out October 4th. Shu, also October 4th. Viking Squad, Warhammer End Times, Atari Flashback Classics Volume 2. Go figure. Uh, Dead Synchronicity, Synchronicity, I guess. Tomorrow Comes Today. Uh, what else we got? Anything good? I'm not even going to read it. Syndrome, Infinite Mini Golf, Endless Space 2. Mafia 3. There you go. Mafia that's 3 comes game. out. That's yep. a big game. Mafia 3 comes out October 7th. Uh, Paper Mario Color Splash comes out October 7th. That's Wii U. Yep. 100-foot robot golf. Uh, <laughs> there it is. <laughs> comes out October 10th. But there's some other big releases coming out next week that we're really going to hit on. A couple small ones this week. I mean, Paper Mario is a good series. It's fun. Never really caught me because of the... Um, it's a it's really wordy. Yeah, it's a lot of text. A uh, thousand year thousand year door for a GameCube is probably my favorite one. Um, and Mafia Three is a, a big release. Yeah, that's probably the biggest game. Yeah. I mean, it's a shame. I wish the Warhammer was the forty thousand Warhammer, but it's like the standard Warhammer. It's uh, I have really no interest in. Yeah, and 
you you were big into Warhammer growing up, right? Yeah, the, the forty thousand. That's like yeah. the you know the next level. Yeah. But which brings us to, by the way, if you didn't know, which we've said a hundred times, episode ten, decade, got it, perfect. You're on board. You're following, perfect. <laughs> we're gonna have we have a couple special things this week, and by a couple I mean one. Um, <laughs> we usually have our top three, right? Always. We're not gonna just do one top three today. We're gonna do ten. What? I'm just kidding. <laughs> okay. I'm just, oh, what? I'm just kidding. No, we're going to do two top threes today. So we're going to bring you double the content of the top three list because number one, 10th anniversary for the show or week anniversary for the show. Number two, a couple things have turned 20 this year and even more, uh, most recently this month. We're going to start with that one. Um, we're going to do oh, – uh, now I kick the table. <laughs> Got all uh, excited. Yeah, now I'm all sm- punching things and kicking things. Uh, we're going to do our two top threes back to back. Um, so sticking with the Pokemon theme. So Pokemon's 20 years old this year, right? Jesus. And it's crazy. I feel old. 1996. <laughs> so 96. Red, blue, well, red, green came out in Japan. Red, blue over here. And then yellow version. 20 years old for Pokemon. Unbelievable that I remember sitting in my kitchen every morning before school and grade school eating breakfast, uh, in seventh grade and, um, well, I mean, in 96, it was fifth grade, actually. And on a 17-inch little tube TV in my kitchen, UPN, UPN 57, <laughs> 7 a.m. or 6.30 a.m., uh, they would have it on syndication, and it would be in, in, in a row. They'd show every new episode every day and then start the series over and go back. Perfect thing to watch before school. Everything was perfect to watch before school. Um, real quick, before we get into the top three, because our top three, because it's Generation 1 being 20 years old, we're going to probably do the hardest, or one of the hardest, both both top threes this week were very hard to narrow down. It, it was pretty tough, to be honest. We're going to do our top three favorite Generation 1 Kanto Pokemon. Cannot wait for that. But real quick, before we do that, how are you really down with the anime? Like, Do you kind of remember it a lot? The, the Ash Ketchum? Yeah. I, I, for the most part, it's like when I was watching it at Machi's house like last week or something. When I saw the episode, it's like, oh, it all came rushing back to me. What's your favorite episode? Favorite episode that you can kind of remember, or favorite set piece in the episode? Set piece. You know, I kind of like that one episode where um, you had Charmander and his flame almost went out, and uh, the rain. Yeah, and you had to rush him. Yeah, that's that was that's sad. one that always. It was like a sad episode, but it's like you know he's playing for Charmander, and you know it was. I don't know. Kind of liked it. Yep, I would. Uh, I think my favorite is. I think it's called Showdown in Dark City, and if I'm, if I'm right, that's sad. That I remember that, but it's the one where the one side of town fights with Electabuzz and the other side of town fights with Scyther. Oh, and they catch, okay. And they catch up in the eyes and they, they say, say my Tom, name's Tom Ado. Tom Ado. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's it. That's, that's that my a, favorite. That was a good episode. That's my favorite episode. Um, I mean, maybe you'll figure out why in just a few moments, but we're going to get into our top three Generation 1 Pokemon. So the original 151, mostly, if not all, designed by Ken Sugimori. Who do you got for your number three? Th- this was tough for me. Oh, by the way, we have not told each other our lists. So either yeah. either one of us have not told each other either one of our top threes this week. Yeah, I, I don't know what you got. And, and even my pick, I still don't even know if it's the list. But this is what I came up with. My number three, I went with Haunter. I don't, I don't know why I went with Haunter. I just always remember, him, at least in the, the TV show, Ash Ketchum, he was always playing jokes on him. He had a cool attack shadow ball. I always thought that was pretty sweet. I remember I used to have, you know, I used to have all these Pokemon cards, but they're gone now. But I got to go at Haunter, man. Not even, yeah, not even Gengar. I got to go at Haunter. 
What do you think about that? My number three is Gengar. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, I had to narrow it down from 14 to three. <laughs> you had a 14? I have 14 listed right there. Holy uh, so crap. I had to narrow it down from 14 to three, and I'm leaving some tough ones off. I'm not even going to name them because then if I do, I'm copping out. No, I, I feel like there is no wrong answer. The, you know what I mean? Right, except if you say Pikachu because he sucks. No, well, and, he, he's and not Char- one. He's and, not one. And Charizard. Well, he's ah. not my boy. You know he's my boy. That's it. <laughs> so, yeah. So, Gengar, um, to, to touch on Haunter, too. Haunter being a stage two evolution from Ghastly um, and then evolves into Gengar. Um, why did you choose Haunter over Gengar? Because this is, again, we didn't know each other's picks before we did this. So, I'm kind of going off right now. I just remember always, you know, watching the episodes. I know he had an attack called Lick. And I remember he, like, Lick, like, Ash or Pikachu. And they'd be like, Ugh! I don't know. To me, that was funny. And I even in, in, in the XY, when I saw him, I had to catch him. I was like, oh, it's a hunter. I actually, he was probably like the most excited Pokemon that I caught. That got me most excited. Mm-hmm. Gengar. Obviously, Gen- Gengar's stronger. G- well, that's not even. So, like, we're not basing our top three off of battle characteristics nope. or move sets or anything like that or strength in the game or strength in the card game. Nothing. We could do it off of design. We can do it off of an, an, a moment in the anime. We can yep. do it off of somebody that, you, you know, I feel like in every game we almost caught that same Pokemon and had it with us the entire time. Yeah. And like that, that was that. Like for me. Um, and with Gengar, you had to trade the Haunter. Right? Okay. You had to trade Haunter to get Gengar, which I almost feel like that was one of the the cool reasons why I like him, he was the first one that I that I knew you had to do that for. Like you'd do it with Machoke to get Machamp. Yep, Machoke. You had to do it with Gengar, Graveler, and Graveler to get Golem. I think they're the only three in the original generation. That's all I can. What about Poliwhirl? No, 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 he just Yeah, he just evolved. But uh, Gengar, known as the Shadow Pokemon, he's dark purple Pokemon with a roundish body. He's the first of its evolutions to have hands and legs connected to its body. If you look at Haunter, yeah. it doesn't have, and Ghastly is just a ball of gas. So, well, a, a ghost ball of gas. Gengar also has a spike-covered back, and its eyes are sinister red. And he's who you see in the beginning, hmm. fighting Nidorino. Yes, in the beginning of the games, he's fighting Nidorino and or Jigglypuff. Um, and it's, it says that it steals the heat from the area around it. Its presence cools the temperature of the surrounding area by nearly 10 degrees Fahrenheit. That would be perfect for my room. Yeah, I'm, <laughs> Keep it cool. What, what, I, what we should have done was gone through because if you if you google the pokemon and go on either Cerebi or bulbapedia uh two very good pokemon sites it gives you all the um pokedex entries for every game oh, that's so we should have we should have gone through and picked out our favorite pokedex entry to read each one of them that we did but this was kind of uh just a favorite yeah. kind of thing gengar just from a design standpoint from uh you know like i that's why haunter's my buddy yeah. in pokemon go i don't really play it that much anymore but I, I would love the Gengar piece. and uh, So Gengar was always just... It was fun to me. That episode yeah. of the anime wasn't scary. It wasn't nah. this, even though Ash dies. Uh, uh, yeah. But it was funny. It was just a yeah. funny episode. They they were... All three of them, Ghastly Haunt, they had like the laugh and they just wanted to play around. And stuff. It was just fun. It was good. My number two... I don't even know why he's here, but I... It's Kingler. <laughs> what? <laughs> I, I, it's so random, but, you know, obviously... To me, it all goes back to the show. When he had Krabby yeah. and... I, to me, I, I think I picked him surely, like, solely on how he says his name. He would always be like, I, I don't know why. I loved it. I, when I had him in the game, he had vice grip. He was a badass for some reason. He did good for me. I went with Kingler. What? I, to me, I'm telling you, it was probably just how he because I always used to say, I always did. But That's what I'm saying. It, this was a tough three for me. That's what I'm saying. I feel like 
I could have rotated any three Pokemon. And it, to me, there's no wrong answer because I, I liked all of Gen 1. But Kingler, I always liked, man. Yeah. I, I, I know you didn't expect it. I, ha- I had to throw no. a curveball in there. No, that one, that, that one got me. That one got me big time. Um, I mean, I, you, obviously, you knew Tarzar was going to be on my list. You knew that for a fact. So I had to have a couple in there. You're like, what the hell? No, I, I like it. Um, Don't tell me he's on your list, too. No, no, he's not on my list. Uh, any memory you kind of have besides the cry? I, I think there was they had a gym battle where it was on, like, the water and land, and they only had, like, a little the, spot. It was the Pokemon League, I believe, and it was the ice Pokemon. Doesn't his Krabby win and evolve or stuff? I remember something like that. I think Krabby gets knocked into the water and like comes out of Kingler maybe or something. something, I'm, something probably, like. I'm probably way off. But Krabby had the the you know the cookie, cookie, and Kingler comes back with his cookie, cookie. He did it hey, a little it, deeper. It's sick. Yeah, that's, yeah, it's I, funny. It just for me, just the show. That's why like it's like, one of the rare things that doesn't say its own name. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, that's my number two, brother. It's it's a crab. You know what with I mean? A, with I, a big claw. <laughs> that's nice. You know what I mean, uh, my number two would be Scyther. Oh, yeah, I know you always like Scyther. Yeah, Scyther was was my number one for a very, 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 very long time. Um, the first trading card I ever got was a Charmeleon. Traded it for a Scyther. How how did that happen? I bought it. I bought the Charmeleon on the schoolyard in seventh grade from Derek W. Derek W. Won't give away full names for seventy five cents. Traded it. High roller. Traded it for a holographic Scyther. And all I did, I would sit there and draw it over and over and over. I used to love to draw Pokemon cards. And yeah, I know you, you were big, a good drawler. Yeah, too. thank you. I appreciate that. But I, I, I suck now. But uh, I used to love drawing the Pokemon cards, the whole thing. Um, and Scyther was the first hologram I ever got. It was the second card I ever got. Um, I got it for a Charmeleon, which was always nice. I think it's it's so badass with the two blades for arms. Um, you know, it being a bug, uh, I was kind of like bugs growing up. And, so. and you had a, in the game, you you called him in like the Safari. You called him in Safari. Okay, and he was hard as hell to catch. He was only or in, he ran. He was only in red version. Um, I believe red version. I don't think it was blue. I think it was red. Oh, see, I had red, so I remember and, catching And it. I had blue. So for me, the only the first time I ever got a sight there was link cable trading. Is probably you. Maybe. Might have been Anthony. Could have been Dan or Mike. Um, but to get him, you know, he sucks. He's not a, yeah. he's not a strong to me, Pokemon. He, he was like him and Kangish Khan were like my safari guys. Like, oh, I just go in there just to catch them too. Yeah, and, and it's, it's not a strong battler. Um, Scizor, its evolved form in Generation 2, is uh, a bit stronger. Uh, Scyther, not so much. But just the design, the, the cry, you know, Scythe? Yeah. You know, that episode Side of the anime, yeah, the episode of the anime always was was what is absolutely my favorite of all time. Of any of those uh, seasons, um, and in Pokemon Snap, you got to throw the pester balls to have it pop out of the grass. And then again, my first 10k egg that I ever got in Pokemon Go, I hatched it up in Boston after mid after midnight, walking around up in Boston after midnight. Um, with Rob and my fiance hatched out a Scyther and that's pretty sweet. And I, I was I lost it on the streets of <laughs> uh, in the streets of uh, Plymouth, Massachusetts. That's so that, that's that's a good story, brother. Yeah. Obviously, my number one, you know, and it's Charizard. It's Venusaur. <laughs> well, maybe for you. Nah, fuck that. But Charizard to me, I mean, like even from the from the Charmander when he almost died from that episode to Charmeleon. I mean, I I always liked that he always did what he wanted with Ash. He never listened. Yeah. Charmeleon, Charizard. He was just a badass. I mean, he's a dragon. Well, in my head, he's a dragon. Yeah, he's but not a dragon type in the I, first I, gen. That, that I know. But to me, I'm looking at Charizard. You know, I'm, I'm 
you know, now you, I'm, you, I see him, I, I think a little bit of Game of Thrones. I don't know why, but it's he's badass. I, I know he's, it's yeah. a, a, probably a cop-out. Everyone loves Charizard. He's the most popular Pokemon in the world besides, besides Pikachu. Mewtwo and Pikachu. He's a badass, and especially when we watched, or was it Generations? Yeah. When he had the second form, when he, when he was battling Mewtwo? That was uh, Origins. That was Origins. Yeah, when he, 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 he looked badass. Yeah, he mega evolves. His, his mega evolve X form is badass. The black with the blue. Yeah, flames. that was sweet. So, yeah, I don't know if it's a cop out, but he's, he's always been my favorite. I used to have his card, traded it to Carmen. Wish I still had it. Damn it. It's still worth it. You can get some good money. Oh, it's, just, it's probably the most expensive Pokemon card out there. Well, at least the originals. I know a, a, the Machamp is out there. Um, actually, my number one is out there, and that's pretty expensive. Wait, look, I, can, rare, can so. I guess your number one? Uh, um,. Yeah, is it Raichu? No, oh. that's the hardest one. I had to. It's the hardest. Oh, that's, that's what I'm saying. I can't believe he's not one. on your list. The hardest one I had to keep off the list. Yep. Holy shit. Raichu, you know me and Raichu. That's why I said Raichu. Yeah. I was yeah. like, I'm, I'm shocked. Yep. Think harder. It's something you, you know. He's my favorite. You know. You might not have heard me say it a billion times, but think of the local bar across the street from my house. Oh. Alakazam. Alakazam. <laughs> Alakazam is my is my favorite Pokemon. Why? Because he has two spoons. <laughs> Hashtag spoon. If you go on our uh, if you go on our Instagram at we podcast and we know things. When I caught the Alakazam wild on Pokemon Go, I put it up on our Instagram, much like Sam did with the Charizard, this, that, and the other. But I put the Alakazam up and I hashtagged spoons. <laughs> and Multiple. I got a, I got a text message from my fiance. She goes, really? That's what you hashtag, and I was like, "No, you saw it." Was it? You? Was it the only thing you hashtag? It was just. It was just spoons. I, I know. It was Pokemon. Some, it was, nothing. It was, there was other things, but it was the first thing I hashtagged. That's um, awesome. And she texted me, and as soon as she texted me, I knew it too, because it was within five minutes of me posting it, um, <laughs> and I knew I was like, "This is going to be." She's going to shit on me for saying hashtag spoons. <laughs> so then she did it. Then she went over to her friend's house that night, and so she obviously told them the story or showed it. So I got a text message from. From uh, the guy whose bachelor party I was at last weekend, he texted me. He goes, "Really, spoons, dude? Is that really all you got?" I was like, "He's so badass." Alakazam to me is that sage wise kind of like. Oh, he was awesome. His mega evolve form you hadn't seen that. No, I didn't yet. see the mega. Uh, no, his mega evolve form is pretty. Uh, it's pretty badass. You know what it reminded me of? It reminds me of uh, when Melisandre takes off her necklace. Oh, I'll just shit. give you. Okay. I'll just okay. give you that as a as a hint of what it looks like. But um. Kind of it's scary mo- looking. It's it's <laughs> scary looking, yeah. But it's it's old. It's sage. It's wise. It's move set. It's it's move set is there. I'm a big fan of psychic types. Psychic types, ice types are probably my two favorite. Um, and so, Kadabra. You know, first of all, only one spoon. <laughs> Kadabra, right? Like, hold on. Let me let me rewind here, right? So if you go to the games. Abernose teleport, and that's it. Yep. So it's hard to catch, right? Like when you go, you got to walk in the grass. First of all, it's rare. It's catch rates high, are low, so it's rare. It's rare to find. So you got to first find the damn thing. Yep. Then if you don't get it the first time, it's going to teleport away because that's the only move it knows. And when yep. it teleports away, you lost your chance of catching it. So you got to catch it on the first try. That's number one. Then you get Abra. It doesn't know any other moves. So you got to do the magic carp thing where you got to throw it at the at the front. Let it go out, then recall it, put something else in for the battle. And you then the other Pokemon has to take it down. you got to level that up, I think, to level 16. Or only. or you could use the experience share. No, I'm talking about the old games. Okay. okay. I'm talking about original, Before right? Before it was yeah, yeah. Screw experience share. Experience share is cheating, and I, I know you use it. it why not? Yeah, because it's cheap. That's why. Dude, it's hey, cheap. I'm trying to I'm trying to beat these badges. I'm trying to beat the Elite Four. I do what I got to do. It's cheap. That's, That's it. Right. It's easy mode. That's Pokemon on easy mode. It's huh? cheap. 
Hey, I'll anyway, take it. I'm rusty. Anyway, so Abra, rusty. It's a kids game. <laughs> I haven't played since fucking 98. You're 25. You're 27. Jesus. I don't even know my age. You're 27 years old. What are you doing with yourself? It's a kid's game. Uh, Get over it. (laughs) So, Abra, you had to throw it out in the beginning of your party. Uh, at, the, at the front end of your party, you had to recall it. I think it evolved at level 16, so it was a low level to Kadabra where it finally learned telekinesis or something, maybe psychic or something like that. But uh, And that that was badass. Like yeah. I loved Kadabra, and I thought growing up that that was it. I was like, cool, it's a low-level evolution. I get to keep it forever because it was a trade, just yeah. like Gengar. Yeah. It's a trade your Kadabra. And I remember getting two Abras evolving both to Kadabra because – uh, Anthony wanted a Kadabra real one, bad, so he traded one. I he, I traded him one, and I would keep mine. Well, when I traded the son of a bitch, it turns into an Alakazam, and I was like, "What the hell is that?" Trade it back, trade it back, trade it back, trade it back. So we ended up taking mine, trading, uh, trading it, it, it and trading it back. So we both had an Alakazam, and from there, I I loved it. The design of it, um, like I said, the design's probably my favorite of all time. I love the way it looks when I. When it came up as a silhouette on Pokemon Go, it was 8 in the morning on a Monday. I was on my way home from the gym, and I just booked it to the <laughs> to a bar parking lot. Went all the way back to the valet, standing there in the valet like an idiot at 8 in the morning. Oops, sorry. Uh, duh, swiping my finger up on my phone like a moron, standing there with the back to the door, and I caught it. One fist in the air like I'm fucking protesting the national anthem. It was amazing, dude. I friggin' Loved it, and that was my story. And and I still have yet to get them. Tisk tisk. In go? Yeah, I only got Kadabra. Yeah, it's Kadabra. so good. It's so good. Maybe, maybe soon we'll see, but it's too, it's too hard to level up. Something else that is twenty years old, and it came out in Japan and the United States both in nineteen ninety six. Think about the graphics of the Game Boy, right, and of the original Pokemon games. Then that same year, the Nintendo sixty four. Comes out and turns twenty this 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 month, and we both still have the system. It is literally four feet away from us with Star Fox sixty four sitting in it. I don't know why my TV doesn't work up here. Would have loved to play a little sixty four today, but looks like that's not happening. <laughs> I can always bring it downstairs. So we are going to rank our top three favorite Nintendo sixty four games right now. How hard was this? This this was probably harder than the Pokemon to be honest. It, it probably and, was. And I feel like even my list, I could still switch out switch them all around. Uh, every game is great. It was tough, man. So, with my number three, I had to go with Major League Baseball featuring Ken Griffey Jr. Called it. It's still my favorite baseball game that ever came out. I mean, it came out in freaking 98. I mean, holy crap. I mean, I still love starting this season, picking your own team. Every, you know, they, you know, uh, base people on like their power, their speed. Um, I know me and you know Pat Gallon, Jim, Rye, we played that season mode for hours on end. I mean, yeah, I mean we knew Griffey had the cheating code, but we never used it. You know, we were at least fair about it for the most part. I mean, I know the reviews of it were pretty good. I know, well, I mean not not great, but it was okay. But I knew it had a huge kind of fan base, and I know you know Pratico used to play it all the time, and you know we loved it. So I, I had to go with Griffey. I remember that there was a promotional video for N64. You can watch it on YouTube now. And it came out. It was 1080 snowboarding, Jet Force Gemini, Ken Griffey baseball. And they stopped and they did a little one at bat demo. And you can't play it. It was just you to watch it. And the announcing team was really fun. Griffey comes to the plate. And, oh, it's out of there. <laughs> <laughs> and I remember it watching it. And it's just like you can't. 
it's like you know it always hit a home run with Ken Griffey baseball or yeah. whatever. And it's just it was it's a lot of fun to think back on that. I just found it for six bucks at the my old retro video game store around here. So that's why I texted it, you exactly. recently. Exactly, I got it already. Yeah, I, I appreciate it. I was it. trying to surprise you if you didn't have it already, but I know you I know you had it. Uh, it's and like I said, this one was probably more difficult than than my other list, the Pokemon list. This one I had twenty two. Holy crap! Games that I had to narrow down to three. See, I only own like maybe eight to ten 64 games. Both of those baskets. Oh, I, I know yeah. you have a crap ton. Yeah, and and this was really hard. Like, no, I, you know, there's gonna be two games on here. Well, probably just one that you're gonna say what? The other two, I'm sure that you'll you'll be able to rationalize. And say, okay, I can see where he came from. But like that, or maybe spo- they're on my list. Spoiler alert. Well, you know. What? I don't want to give away yours, actually. I don't want to go spoiler. I was going to say I don't have blah, blah, blah on here. Um, but I, I, just in case you do, I don't, want to, I don't want to give those games away. Um, so I'll just go with my number three. And this is where I had to come up with this list is I thought to myself, right, what – it was the first system with four controller ports. Yep. It was the first system that I said this is a game – machine or a game console I can play with my friends. So I rank them sure because of the the memories I have of and course, the times I course. have, right? But I also look back and say, okay, single player, when no one's around, right now I only got one controller plugged in, I'm playing Star Fox. Is do all three of these games hold up single player? Do I have just as much fun playing them solo as I do with friends? And that's why I made the decision I made for my number three. And I'm sure it's on your list, the game I left off, so we won't say the other one. Okay. But I went with WWF No Mercy. Oh, wow. Jeez. I haven't played that game in years. It is still the best wrestling game ever made. And you can challenge me on that. You can say whatever you want to say. It had the deepest roster. It had a lot of alternate. uh, Who was on the cover? The Rock. (laughs) And then uh, I think maybe Edge off in the side. There was the Rock is in the front, looking off to the side. And then I had on either side of the box, I had two wrestlers doing their thing. Um, I, I, I was thinking, I was Edge. thinking Stone Cold maybe. Nah, nah. No. Nah. Um, he was on, uh, he was on Monday Night Raw or or Warzone. I think it's called WWF Warzone for PlayStation. I think he, I know he was on the cover of that doing his old. Yeah. But um, No Mercy had, like I said, a deep roster, huge character customization options. You could customize a belt. You can put the belt on whomever you wanted. It had divas at the time. Uh, It had the announcers. You could fight as referees. Paul Bear, Jim Ross, uh, Jerry the King Lawler, uh, like I said, all the divas. Unlockable characters were crazy. Had a little bit of a story. It was everything you wanted. It was really easy to pick up and play you could never have played a wrestling game in your life and you could pick this one up oh okay a grapples b punches this pins and this runs got yeah, it yeah i'm on and then you would figure out the moves you know mm-hmm, as you go mm-hmm. and it had titantron entrances it had the music oh and yeah, the, yeah, and, yeah and it had a little bit of fmv trying to had a little bit of their intro for the for the titantron intros and that right there it's like my favorite wrestler of all time is Jeff Hardy. We talked about yeah. that. So to be able to come out with Jeff Hardy when he just walks out, does his little finger thing, yeah, does a little move like that, you know, and it's got up all in the Titan Tron Hardy Boys, da 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 da, you know, it's just like. And, and from watching so wrestling back as a ki- being a kid, yeah, you still do still watching wrestling, but to, man, ladder matches and steel cage matches and uh, falls count anywhere and going into the crowd and getting out the chair, uh, getting out the chairs right. and stuff. So much about breaking through announce tables. Like, that game, man, it, it was tough to leave off the other one. And if you don't mention it, I'll go back and talk about it for a second. I'm sure it's probably one of them. I'm sure it's your number two or number one. But uh, to 
to just remember how many hundreds and th- probably thousands of matches. <laughs> Easily. Knowing you. Dick, 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 dog. <laughs> just over and over that music in your head. Bring it. That's funny. My number two, like you, you know, I thought of games where, you know, I played with friends and had the most fun or, you know, whether they were drinking games involved or anything. But my number two is... 1996. Well, we were eight. For, for, for now. For now, <laughs> okay. it's, it's, it's kind right. of, you can make it into drink games. Not, not this, I counted this game, but my number one is more. Uh, so now you, yeah. that probably hit you on number now one. Know, yep. But my number two is Super Smash Brothers. Yep. So that was the game I left off for No Mercy. I thought you were going to go there. Of course. I mean, to me, it was the most fun. You get to play, you know, 12 different playable characters. Yes, you had to unlock, I think, four or five characters. Four characters. Um, can you name the four? Um, Ness. Yep. Captain Falcon, yep. Samus. Nope, Samus, no, Samus. Was playable. Jigglypuff. Yep. And uh, Yoshi was starting. Nope, Yoshi no, was in starting. there. Uh, Link. No. Nope, Link was in there. Nope, 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 nope. Uh, wait, one more guess. I, I feel it. Was it? No, Fox. Fox was in there. Damn it. I'll name every character but this one. You could say. I could see him. I could see him. No, Luigi? Yes. Okay, perfect. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, Luigi, Jigglypuff, Captain Falcon, and Ness. And that's probably the first time we've ever even heard at that time of Captain Falcon. Oh, it was my first time. Or Ness. I didn't have a Super Nintendo, so I never had Earthbound growing up. I didn't get an Earthbound until way later in life. Same. So to look back on that, be like, oh my god, that's Ness from Super Smash. Yeah. Blah, blah, oh my god, crazy. Super Smash, man. And that was, you know, we've played God knows how many hours on that game. Thousands. And even a couple of modes where it's like, it's just Pokeballs. You're, you know, you're just throwing Pokeballs left and right. Yep. To me, that was one of the most fun so that games that we played it all, you know, all as friends. Items max, all Pokeballs only. Oh yeah, dude. Oh, it was the best. So much. Like again, you said the four paddles. That's when we all went crazy at competitions, tournaments. Yep. Break the targets. Board the platforms. Yep. Metal Mario. The the Yoshi. Uh, the hand. The master hand. Uh, Yoshi. The Yoshi clan. The Kirby clan. The stick. Like the silhouettes. The cardboard cutouts of everybody that you fight. Uh, Fifty of them at the end, right before. I mean, I I on uh, what day was it? SummerSlam, the day of SummerSlam, I think it was. I beat super. I deleted all my save data in Super Smash, and I went back and unlocked all four characters oh, okay. oh, cool. in one sitting. Yeah. That's that's nice. It's and difficult. It, it, no, it, I know. I think there were the two. I think I remember being really hard. Yeah. So it was Luigi, was my hardest. Uh, Jigglypuff is just beat the game. Yeah. Luigi is. I think you got to do uh, break the targets for all P, all eight original characters. That gets Luigi. Captain Falcon. You have to beat the game in twenty minutes on normal. That was difficult. Oh, that's tough. Um, I beat it in fourteen. Well, Pikachu. Okay, that's my. That's what that was my go-to in that game because he's really fast. Um, and I and I kind of just ran through it. Yeah, I just kind of really legitimately literally ran through it. <laughs> uh, and then Ness, which was the hardest one for me, yeah, is uh, beat the game on normal with three lives with no continues. Yeah, that's it's difficult. Pretty damn hard. So to me, it had to be number two. I could not leave it off the list. My number two is the reason Nintendo 64 was ever in existence. It was the flagship game. It's probably the most iconic game on there. Um, it, it was the best, probably still to this day, the best 3D platformer of all time. Um, it brought to life you know, something that for the whole, your whole life you think can only go from left to right. Um, it's Mario 64. Uh-huh. It just it, how what else can you say from the time you turn it on and Mario's face is there and you can stretch it and, uh-huh. and kind of tor- uh, mess with it and contort it uh, and then 120 stars man like that 
was a challenge. All the rooms you can go to, you can go to whatever level you want I as long as you like have enough stars. A million, a million rooms. It's crazy. You can go out back in the hidden carousel inside of one of the booths and, uh, you know, in the basement. And then when you go to fight Bowser the one time, you want to jump into the painting, but then the, the floor falls yeah, out. Yeah. It's everything about that game was perfect. There's nothing wrong with that game. It, it The graphics don't really hold up nowadays. Oh, of course. Of course. Um, but the gameplay does. And you, st- it's still precision controls and just oh, so much fun to watch. I re- I, I'm a big fan of speedruns, as everybody knows. I've spoken about it a hundred times. In January, I'm going to the uh, AGDQ, which is the speedrun convention for a week. I'm going to be going there. That's sweet. Yeah, I watched uh, – the thing that got me into speedrunning in the first place was I watched a guy named Siglemic. That's his Twitch name, okay. Siglemic. I was going to say, that's his birth name? <laughs> <laughs> it's his Twitch name, Siglemic. He did – a Mario 64 speed run of 120 stars in like an hour and 20 minutes. Oh, hell no. You you have to – you sit there mesmerized at how fast. I couldn't do that on a bet. How fast he does it. Unre- that's, that's amazing. Unbelievable. If you watch the first 20 minutes, you're like, what What the hell just happened? Yeah, what, what cheat code you putting in? For real. And it's just the fastest <laughs> stuff. And now they do – a lot of times at AGDQs, they'll do a race. So they'll get four people and they'll do a 120-star race. So four people doing what that one guy did at the same time just so you can get all 120 stars first. Like I'm praying that that makes it into AGDQ 2016. I would love to be there live for that. That's That, would be, that would be sweet. That's so hype. Well, my number one, um, as you I know now since I hinted at it towards Mario Kart. Welcome to Mario Kart. I mean, choose your player. I cannot even tell you how many hours I've spent on that game. I mean, Toad was my boy. I always, I mean, they say Toad was probably the fastest. They say that, Yoshi. Toad was the fastest, and they say Yoshi too. Yoshi, but that I was I'll, always the thing growing up. Okay, I was like Peekaboo. Okay, <laughs> I always, I always pick Toad. I don't know why. You know, you get eight characters. I was always Luigi. Yeah. And it's another game like Super Smash where, you know, it plays four, four, you know, four of your friends can play. You can race on, you know, I don't even know how many boards, at least over 20, at least. Um, and I mean, now it's even more fun where I know a couple years ago we started kind of turning into a drinking game rather like we had, we all had beers. So when you started the race, you had to finish your beer by the end of the race. So if you finish drinking and you still had beer, you automatically lose and pass the paddle. However, no drinking and driving. Exactly. So you have, that, that's one that's basically all the, you know, have a little, a little slumber party. You're, yeah, no, no, no drinking and driving in terms of your cart cannot be in motion when you drink. You have to come to a complete stop while you're drinking. Exactly. It, it, was, it was fun. You know, it gets a little more of a challenge. Yeah, it might get a little drunk a little faster, but totally worth it. Yeah, and if you're doing that, please do that responsibly and <laughs> have a sleepover. And, and you're welcome. It's, yeah. it, it's pretty fun. Have a sleepover if you're going to do that. Uh, we, we didn't do the drinking game so much recently, but I remember for my birthday and then another random night, me, you, and Ryan, I think maybe somebody else. Yeah, I, know were, it was me, I know it was me, oh. you, and Ryan. Was it Pope? Was it Pope? It might have been. might have been. Maybe Bill or something. We had the, the 14 or the uh, – all four of us played all 16 tracks. Oh, yeah. To see how the most first finishes. Ryan Cunningham. He, he, he beat he, us he that beat rat us. bastard. Yeah, he beat us. And I always did eight. like, you know, you when you got the lightning, everyone swung it to run him over. That, that was always cool for me. Actually, I, what I loved about that game was battle mode. Oh, uh, with the balloons? Mm-hmm. Love the battle mode. I think we played that too recently. Mm-hmm. Too, all of us. Same night. That was, that was pre- it's pretty fun. It's, to me, it's... What's your favorite track? I don't know. Um... I kind of like what was it? Not um, what was it called? Having a brain fart. Which one? I'll tell you. Where, the the water one. Where there's, there's like trees. I know there's like a hidden passage. Like so, when you're, when you're driving, like there's like you're on the sand for a little bit of it. 
get the water. There's always the crabs walking. The beach? Yeah, was it just called Koopa, the beach? No, I think it was Koopa Troopa Beach, maybe. I, I, for Koopa some reason, Troopa I, I always you can like take that the sand, You can take the shortcut through the waterfall. Exactly. Yeah, or mm-hmm. I'd always try to go over like, the mm-hmm. trees. I, I never like taking the shortcuts. Well, probably because I always miss them. But. <laughs> uh, I would say Bowser's Castle or uh, maybe DK Jungle. I know. I hated the rainbow. I fell I off that thing. Oh, my God. <laughs> Rainbow <own>. Road. <laughs> I probably broke my fair share of battles. <laughs> it was difficult for me to leave off uh, Smash and Cart, but I had to. Um, well, you probably knew I was going to get them. Not, not even that. I, again, I look back at Solo, too. Like, Can I get one guess? You know it. I don't know. You do. Goldeneye? Yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah you know it. I don't always think of 1080 snowboarding. I was thinking I was, a lot of games. Uh, that was, was fun there. as hell. I love playing that game. Yeah. So honorable mentions, if if we're gonna go there, Mario Golf was always one that I liked. 1080 snowboarding, Conquer's Bad Fur yeah, Day. I was gonna say that was been my Pokemon Stadium Two, Pokemon Snap, Mario Party Two. We're just gonna run through all of N64's mm-hmm. catalog. Star Fox 64. <laughs> they were my honorable mentions. But number one is Goldeneye, uh, and Ocarina of Time. But um, <laughs> and Majora's Mask. But Goldeneye was really really good. In terms of that that game with multiplayer. Now, I know that's not really your thing. No, you I, played it recently and you didn't no, really no, like no, it. No, no, I, I stink. I haven't. <laughs> I, I, I used to be good back in the day. Now I played it. You, know, you guys are just, you guys still have all your skill. And I'm like, oh, that's, hell no. That is the one shooter that I will say that I'm, I'm really good at. Um, I take auto-aim off, by the way, just in case anybody wants to call me out for that. But... That's the one game because I know every inch. I still to this day yeah, know see, every inch, every know, corner, everywhere to go. And I don't. So I, I yep. corner myself in some play. I don't know where the hell I'm at. I know where every body armor is. I know where the power weapons are. I know how to get them. I know how to use them. Right. I know about. I know where to put the proximity mines for the best. Right. Um, even when you're playing slappers only, I know how to. I know how to slap. Right. And by the way, no odd job. Screw him. Uh, well, he was because just he was harder to hit. Everyone. Right. Exactly. Except for the. I mean. As long as you didn't you pick jaws and we're seven foot tall and you're easy to hit. <laughs> I was always doctor. Uh, shoot, doctor, tr- something or other. I can't remember. He looked like a monster almost. I, I think I know you're talking Yeah, about. white top hat. He yeah. Looked, his picture okay. was like, you know, that. But anyway, um, think about the thousands and thousands oh. of hours we sunk into that game too. And I still do. I mean, I ran through that game in one sitting too recently. I beat it in one <laughs> sitting. I only, so I only did it on agent. Though okay. the very simplest, I can beat the dam in you know two minutes. I can just run right through it. I can I can just almost run right through that game without shooting a bullet, uh, unless you have to. But um, that game, man, to get to the train, and I love the train level where you got to break all the things, uh, the, and then it comes to a stop, and you got to use your laser watch to break the panel yeah. and jump at the bottom, and um, then you got to in the second level in the facility, you got to put the the. Mo- the the uh, time mines, not the time mines, the watch mines on all those tanks and have to have Alex Trevelyan come towards you. And if you blow him up too early and he dies, then the level fails and stuff. Just the mission structure in that game is really good. You can run through it from beginning to end in just a few hours. You can beat that. I recently watched two two things on that. I watched uh, a co-op uh, on that. Two dudes, one controller. Wow. One dude was only working the joystick and moving. The other guy was only doing shooting. They broke a world record. That's kind of intense. At AGDQ, they did it. Holy the place crap. I'm going to be. These these things happen. When's that coming up? January. Okay. January 8th, I think. Or January 9th, maybe. Um, but I can't wait, man. I'm going for... It starts on a Monday or a Sunday, and I'm going Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. So I'm really excited. Um, out there in Herndon, Virginia. But anyway... Uh, I watched the world record of that with with both dudes on the one controller, and then I watched 
I'm trying to think of the other really neat thing I watched about it. I can't remember. I know I watched a bunch of races. Um, I think it was a like the, well, like the, oh, the bli- fa- uh, blindfold. I saw somebody do a blindfold the whole game. Gee, yeah, wow! Yeah, I, I can't even imagine. Yeah, I saw that happen. <laughs> probably can't even beat the first board. Yeah, that was insane. Um, but just regardless, how good that game is, man! It's everything you want it to be in a shooter. It's got a good weapon selection, good character selection. It's a really good movie game. There's not a lot of good licensed games out there, so to have a, a movie tie-in game just be as good as it was. And the best part about that game was the multiplayer was an afterthought. They threw it in. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. They threw well, it in. Well, thank God they did, because if not, I don't think it would have you know, been nearly as good. That's Who, exactly Who's it. your favorite Bond, by the way? Just just curious. Pierce Brosnan. Pierce Brosnan. Yeah. See, I, I got to go with Daniel yeah. Craig, I yeah. think. He's a beast. So uh, let's talk a little bit about uh, staying with video games. We have just a couple more things to talk about video games. This episode is going to probably be well, maybe one of the longest. We're actually not yeah. so bad. Yeah, we good. only have one, two, three, four more things to talk about. So... Um, but we do have a, a couple more things that we want to bring up this week. Uh, it's the beginning of a month, so it's October 1st. We we missed it last month, and we meant to do it in reality. We want to do it every single month. Um, if you don't know, when you subscribe to both Xbox uh, Live Gold uh, and PS Plus, every month you get a bunch of free games, whether that be for PlayStation 4, PlayStation 3, PlayStation Vita, Xbox One, or Xbox 360, you get a whole bunch of stuff. Um, so they announced... The PlayStation Plus games for October and the Xbox Live Gold games for uh, October. We're going to start with the Xbox Live Gold games for October because they're a little underwhelming. We'll kind of get them out of the way. Um, and then the PlayStation ones, there's there's a pretty good one in there. Oh, definitely. So there's a pretty good one in there. So according to Xbox Wire, Super Mega Baseball Extra Innings will be available as a free download throughout the month of October for Xbox One owners. Additionally, The Escapists will be free uh, for on Xbox One from October 16th through November 15th. On the Xbox 360, MX versus ATV Reflex will be free from October 1st to October 15th, and then it will be replaced on October 16th by I Am Alive, which will then remain free through the end of October. And pretty underwhelming there. I mean, it's free though, so it's you know take what oh, you yeah. get. Oh, know. I'm not the one to bitch. Yeah, just I mean, a little underwhelming. Yeah, I mean, so I will I will skip this month's free downloads. Yeah, I don't blame you. But now PlayStation. Oh, PlayStation. I think you know. That's the game to play there. So PlayStation has unveiled its list of free games for subscribers in October, and I didn't see this one coming. They they'll every now and again they'll drop a, a gem on there for you. The remastered version of the 2002 GameCube remake, heralded as one of the best remakes of all time, the original Resident Evil in HD. That's pretty. It's going to be free all month. Oh, it is all month. I didn't know if it was going to be two weeks or not. No, it's free for the month of October. Oh, that's that awesome. right there. Is worth oh, the, the, the price of admission. I'm gonna download that as soon as we're done here. Oh, wait, that, I, I don't blame you. This is a perfect game for two reasons. Number one, it, it brings in October and Halloween. Oh yeah. Number two, it's the perfect thing to get you ready for Resident Evil Seven Biohazard in January. It's coming. I mean, I, I would imagine as soon as I finish Luke Cage, I could see myself downloading that. Yeah, I, I uh, did install Resident Evil Four, the HD version I bought, so I'm ready to go there. So I'll play at Resident Evil HD. Then I'll go to four, and then by the time that's done, I'll be ready for seven. I know yesterday, me and Alex stopped at a GameStop, and mm-hmm. I pre-ordered Titanfall 2. I know, you know, hey, I, I really enjoyed it. Uh, it's going to be good. Don't get me wrong. So, come on October 28th. Along with Resident Evil HD comes Platinum Games Transformers Devastation. Along uh, Also free on PlayStation 4. Uh, IGN giving uh, Devastation a 7.7. It's a little fun, energetic 
uh, action game. Eh, whatever. It's another movie tie-in game. Not for me. I'm going to pass on that one, but... Yeah. Any, any but if you're a Transformers guy, that's yeah, not bad for yeah. free. Why not? PlayStation 3 will be able to download the off-road racing arcade game Mad Riders, as well as From Dust, the God game. And Vita owners can download Code Realize, Guardian of Rebirth, and Actual Sunlight for free. So there's your PS Plus and Xbox One games for free in the month of October. Please. Go get Resident Evil HD. Do yourself yeah. that favor. That's, that's definitely the game to download. Yep. Uh, just a couple quicker hits um, before we uh, move on to uh, the last couple topics of movies. J.J. Um, Abrams, as you all know from Star Trek and then Star Wars Force Awakens, announced that a Portal movie announcement is coming soon. So Portal, the puzzle game from Valve and Half-Life. Also, that movie is in development, but the Portal announcement should be coming soon. If you haven't played Portal, it's hilarious. It's really good. Portal 2 is even better. Cannot wait for that movie. Yeah, I've never played that, actually. Really good puzzle game. Really good puzzle game, especially the second one. Uh, Bulletstorm, the game, uh, I think it's People Can Fly. I I think a bunch of people left Epic Games, the Gears of War creators, and went to, I think it's People Can Fly. They did Gears of War Judgment, I believe. Uh, They are doing a Bulletstorm remaster for PS4, Xbox One, and PC. Bulletstorm, pretty fun game. Uh, It's known for uh, unique kills. You can whip them with an electric whip and take their head off. You can bring them towards you and kick them. It's a a bunch of cool shit you can do. Yeah, it's it's fun. Um, And then last quick hit is Nintendo. You know the, uh, the mini NES, right? Yeah. That's coming out. Uh, pretty soon, which you still can't pre-order. Pissed. Yeah, it's next year, right? Uh, it's no, it's November. Oh, it is. Okay, yep. sixty bucks, thirty games. Uh, November. I'm sorry. Nintendo actually revealed that a similar to the NES Classic Edition, a little mini fan, uh, Famicom is going to be coming for Japan. So if you don't know what Famicom is, you know what that is. I do not. So the Famicom is short for Family Computer. Um, it's the NES in in, uh, in Japan. Okay. Yeah. So it That's actually came cool. out before. Uh, came out before the NES. It was. Um, it was red and like kind of ivory, maybe, maybe a little, maybe just beige, maybe. And it had that the controllers were not detachable. You couldn't plug the controllers in like you could in an NES or an N64. They were already in the system. Oh, that's pretty and cool. It's, but it's known for having really short wires. So people would like accidentally rip. Yeah. Or you're right in front of the TV, or, burn yeah, your yeah, eyes. Yeah, or you rip the console out when you go to celebrate or something like that. <laughs> but the Famicom, they're making a little tiny little hand pocket one just like they are with the NES. So that's pretty neat. Um, and that's really cool for the, the folks out there in Japan. Are we getting one here? Uh, we're getting the NES, so there's no reason I gotcha. to get the Famicom here. But it's still still neat. Uh, transitioning over to movies. I'm going to let Sam run with this one a little bit. I'm hella excited for it because of Brian Cranston. And now the Power Rangers movie and Elizabeth Banks, TV, to be fair. Of course. But the Power Rangers movie got a new cast member, Alpha 5. Ay, 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 Bill Hader, and that's actually a really good casting. Yeah, I, I, he's going to play it very well. He does a lot of voices. Like he'd be surprised at the stuff that I, at least I see him in. I think it's going to be great. I mean, yeah, it's, it comes out next year. I'm I'm surprised we haven't seen a trailer yet or a little teaser or something. What, what did you think about um how Elizabeth Banks looked as Rita? Yeah. Uh, I, what I mean, do I really want to expect what she used to look like? You know what I mean? Oh, I mean it's how completely long, different. It's completely different. Very green. Um, <laughs> I. I'm not as disappointed as I thought I would be. I like the original Rita Repulsa with the giant hair and the big staff. Um, but, I mean, you know, Elizabeth I'm, looks I'm, good. I'm she looks interest, devious. I'm interested to see something new, someone else to bring something to the character. I just hope maybe they have, like, a little cameo of, like, the old Rangers, you know, JDF and Austin St. John. I, I hope they kind of have a small cameo in it, but I haven't heard anything, so I don't well, know. As long as Kimberly's in it, I'm happy. 
Oh, that's every <sighs> every boy's first crush. <laughs> that's so right. The Pink Ranger. What's her name again? Jake Cameron. Amy Jo Johnson? Yep, Joe Johnson, Johnson, yeah. yeah. Um, very excited for that. Bill Hader, perfect choice, man. Yeah, I, I can't wait to see how he looks, too. You know, because he was like a trash can when I remember. When he did the roast of, I think it was, who was it, Bieber? Or no, Franco. I think it was James Franco. When he did the roast of James oh Franco, my he came out as the Holly, uh, Mr. Hollywood or something like that. Hilarious. The funniest thing he did was, Andy Samboy. <laughs> And, and everyone, he was laughing too yeah. as he was doing. That was hilarious. That was so good for him to do something like that. Speaking of that, did you watch the roast of Rob Lowe? I only seen a little clips. Um, I know a lot of people went after it was that uh, Coulter lady. She, Coulter. she got ripped. She got ripped hard. Yeah, but, but it was okay. It was pretty. It was funny. Don't get me wrong. Uh, I I myself Comedy I still like the I still like the Dean Martin celebrity roast back in the, from back in the day. To me, that yeah. was more funny because I used to watch that with my dad yeah. and stuff. But you know, now it's like Jeffrey Ross. I mean, he's roasting everyone. He's roasting cops, prisoners. He's the I mean, he's the roast guy. That's what he's yeah, known the roast for. master. The roast master. Yeah. That's what he's known for. Uh, David Spade was the roast master for this one. Did a good job actually. He's he, he, really he would well. be the reason for me to go back just to watch David. Spade. He was really funny. Um, I would say. And this is take out all the political stuff. This was back in 2010 when they did this roast. My favorite roast ever. Uh, it's it's probably Donald Trump. That one's really really. Funny. I don't even remember watching that. Yeah, it was 2010. I watched it in Jersey. It was really 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 fun. I'll have to go. But I'm sure he got ripped apart. He did <laughs> I would say that after that one's probably Bob Saget's my second favorite one. But man, that that Trump one, I remember laughing. You know, never laughing. I'm sure it's harder. on YouTube, right? I'm sure it's on YouTube. I'll have to go check that out. But uh, the low one's okay. Bill Hader, good choice. And our last topic uh, for discussion today, and again, more maybe more of a quick hit, but if you feel like bringing anything to the table, that's fine. After the success of the live-action Jungle Book movie, John Favreau comes back and says he will be bringing to life The Lion King. Now, that is awesome. I still have not yet seen Jungle Book, but I'm going to buy it when it comes out. Just almost a billion dollars. The box uh, office. And after the Blu-ray releases, it's going to cross that easily. Mm-hmm. And I heard it was great. Every, you know, a couple buddies saw it. They said it was really good. Special effects were great. Mm-hmm. I have to get it. I'm excited for The Lion King, man. The Lion King's one of my favorite Disney movies. It's I'm not a huge Disney movie kind of guy. I really, I'm not. Uh, fiance is big time yeah. into Disney. So we'll be seeing the live action Beauty and the Beast. It's her favorite and all that stuff. Oh, and that, that don't look too bad. The, the well, pictures I mean, I've been seeing. Uh, I'm, I mean, listen, anything Emma Watson is, oh I'm going to be able to watch I that. I definitely do that on Blu-ray, uh, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> The fidelity, yeah, and John Favreau, you know, as a director, he's he's great. I mean, I started watching him when he's so little from from Swingers and Rudy for me, yeah, and even the Rocky Marciano movie back in the day. Yeah, he was in shape now. Yeah, he put on a couple extra pounds, but couple. he makes some great great movies. How funny is he? And I love you, man. Oh my god, as, when he gets thrown up on, <laughs> please leave. <laughs> out <laughs> he's so good in that movie uh the way he and his wife fight like oh, that it was, it was so great. funny great. he's really good in rudy um that was a really good heartwarming story he's he what did he do the iron man movies right yeah he was first i think first it was one, one and two and I, I if they do a fourth i heard he might possibly come back so as happy hogan so it's pretty cool i like john favreau i'm really looking forward to the lion king uh live action because it's something that i feel like you can bring to the table, I and mean, that's a that's a and that's something everyone our age watches as a kid. I yeah. mean, I assume it's probably not going to come out till eighteen, nineteen, probably eighteen, nineteen. Because if if uh, if Beauty and the Beast is seventeen, I don't think they would do two in one year. Well, and I know I wonder if he's going to do Jungle Book two also. They said he might, or he said he might. I wonder how he's going to juggle all that. It'd be I interesting. Mean, he's got I me. Mean, listen, that's that's the next five, ten years of your life. Oh, easily. So that's that's I, uh, if you. That's the cool thing about direction and, and being in that that. Uh, 
I guess, to that industry. It's like you commit yourself to one project that's, that can yeah, be five and, years of your and life. It, and if Jungle Book made over 950, you can only imagine what Lion King's going to bring in. Lion King's going to be over a billion dollars. That's what I'm saying. It's oh, yeah. freaking Lion King. Easily. Um, I, I would say that that concludes episode 10, but because it's our 10th episode, we're only at hour 33, which is shorter than I expected nah. with all the stuff we had to talk about. Do you have anything kind of you want to say or talk about or add uh, just in general, looking back on, on 10 or anything like that? I mean, it's, it, I know it's something that we, I know we always talk about in the past of starting a podcast. Yeah. I know you, I don't know if you thought I was serious back in the day. I'm just glad that we actually finally talked about it. We actually did it, went through with it. And like, to me, this isn't like a, like a job to me, I, considering you, when you do something you really like, it's fun. I really look forward to doing this every week and I hope to keep, continue to do this for as, you know, as long as, you know, we want to. And it's one of those things where, you know, I take a lot of pride in that, even though it's only been 10 episodes, small sample size, I take a lot of pride in the fact that we haven't skipped an episode or taken a week off, no matter what. And even if we were gone for a weekend or whatever, we, after work Thursday, we came here, you know, even though, you know, we're both up at the crack of dawn, go to work or whatever, we come back and we still, you know, want to do it, you know, want to, you know. I get up at 540, you get up earlier than that on the weekdays. So we're both, we're both up really early in the weekday. So the only thing we want to do on the weekends is sleep. Yeah, and, and yet I, we it, wake up to do a, to an 8 a.m. podcast every Saturday morning, and, and that's something I take a lot of pride in, too, because by the time this goes on iTunes, people are just waking up. Yeah. Oh, easily. And if, if not, still sleeping. Yeah, it's 9.51 <laughs> in the morning right now. But we're morning people, and it works for us. That's right. You know? Yeah. And I, to me, I hope we always do it on a Saturday when we – obviously, when we're not busy or nothing, because to me, that's the best day. We're kind of fresh at it. Hopefully, we don't have too many drinks the night before, you know? But – Happy to be here. As I yawn <laughs> incessantly huh? off mic. Be a big boy. Yeah. So uh, just a thank you to everybody who supported us so far and listened to the show. We're looking forward to, um, like I said in the beginning of the show, the past, you know, the, the present and the future of where the show's going. Uh, obviously can't do it without your support. We really, really appreciate all the love and support we've gotten from it. I've gotten so many people at work just randomly coming up and saying that they enjoy the show or that I was right or that I was wrong or that Sam has the best damn voice in the business. <laughs> It's just awesome. It's just stuff like that. You put a smile on your face, kind of makes your day a little bit better, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. And I and I would say to cap off, you know, everything, I think I can sum, summarize this entire, you know, this run we're, we're on, this journey we're on, and, journey. and, and where we're going. <laughs> I can kind of summarize it in one sentence. Hit me with it. Spider 2 double Y banana. What? <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> Spider 2 double Y banana, man. I, I don't even know what that is. John Gruden. John Gruden. <laughs> As you said, I'm thinking, who is the Caliendo? Frank Caliendo. He does oh. a he does an amazing impression of it. He his impressions are the best. He does a really good impression of it. But John Gruden has a play in his old playbook, and he calls it Spider Two Y Banana, and it's just hilarious because he, <laughs> he was talking. You know, he does a quarterback camp uh, before every draft. And he gets all the top quarterback prospects in room, and he goes over plays and everything. And I was just surfing YouTube one day, like a, a long, long time ago, and I saw maybe not that long. I guess it was within the past year and a half. And it was Marcus Mariota who went number two overall last year to the Tennessee Titans. And he goes, Marcus, I'm going to show you a play that I call Spider 2 Y Banana Man. <laughs> and I was just like, I love. Easily the way. wackiest and, name and ever. He's, and he's drawing it up on the board. And he's like, all right, man. And this is where the this is where they spider, right? There's the two guy and they spider there. And man, I'm <laughs> telling you, man. And this is the banana. And that's why you. That's why it's Spider 2 Y Banana. That's and awesome. then all of a sudden he brought in the double. So it's Spider 2 Double Y Banana. 
And then uh, I've heard him um, do Spider 3 Y Banana. So it's it's really funny at the John Gruden stuff. I It's by far my favorite phrase that I've been saying right now. I made it my status last weekend for no good reason. I think I remember seeing it. I was like, what the hell? It was like, like 6 in the morning about? on Sunday, and I just wrote on Facebook, Spider 2 Double Y Banana. <laughs> That's that's the best way for me to summarize this entire this entire podcast in one sentence is spider two double Y banana man. Uh, this has been the first, last, and only episode ten of We Podcast and We Know Things. Again, go to We Podcast and We Know Things dot com for your one stop shop in everything We Podcast and We Know Things: Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, Stitcher, uh, iTunes, and most importantly, Loot Crate. Again, the theme this month is horror, so go check it out. Get yourself a Loot Crate. We'll do both of our unboxings when we get the crates later on this month. I cannot wait. Thank you all for listening to Episode 10. We'll be back next weekend with Episode 11 of We Podcast and We Know Things. Thanks, guys. Thanks, guys.